0: The Mishnah says, Ein nosim nashim b'moid. One is not permitted to get married on Moed, on Yantif. Okay? Can't get married on Yantif. Mm-hmm. Lo Besulos, lo whether or not the woman has been married before or she is a widow. Velo Miyabmin, the mitzvah of yibum cannot be performed. What's the common denominator? All these cases have been Nesha Simcha Hilo. Because these are a Simcha. Okay? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's are a a wedding and the Gemara is going to explain why there's a problem with uh, taking part in such a simcha okay, alright, well, don't give it away don't give it away, okay Avo um, avol, what's that? simcha lau simcha lau lau okay, we'll see, we'll see Avo avol matzer who has shaso but you are allowed to remarry the same woman that you recently divorced Okay, not so recently. It could be 30 years ago. Doesn't make a difference. The only, the only uh, reason I would say recently is because it does say it's a pasuk in the Torah that if a woman is divorced and goes and marries someone else, she can never go back to the first husband. Okay, that's a that's a pasuk in the Torah. Oh, okay, great question. So there's a Mishnah in Beitza maybe I'll pull it off the shelf quickly. In it's in the fifth parak. I believe it's Lama Devav in the regular, uh, regular edition of the Gemara. like Oh, okay, exactly. So the Mishnah says that on Yantiv, the following: Parak Hamish debase, one may not, hold list of things, Elohim and Shum the list of things that are in Isser to, to do on Yantiv, and most of them apply for Shabbos also. Can't climb a tree. Can't ride on an animal. Can't go swimming or go on a raft. Actually, uh, clapping, dancing, things like that. Then you don't have uh, you don't conduct a court case. You can't. You uh, don't. You're not Makadish a woman. Okay, kedushin. No chalitza. No yibum. Okay. So it's on the books already as a prohibition on the end of itself. So when it says over here. As you'd expect, consider that we're learning a Moed cut and when it says you can't get married to a woman on, on a Moed, we're talking about a Okay, We're talking about any, any day after the first day, which is a formal yantif, Okay, Fine. All right, let's skip to the Gemara. The Gemara now <clears throat> tries to understand what exactly is going on with this prohibition. simchi lo Okay, first line of the Gemara. So you told me that he can't get married on on Cholmoyd. Why? Because it's a Simcha. So what's the big deal? So what's the problem? It's, it's also to, to be misamech on on I thought the mitzvah to be misamech on Yom Amr Abihu, Amr Shmuel, Amr b'lazar Amr Boshia, Amr Lomr b'lazar, Amr Bchanina. The fisha ain ma'arvin Simcha b'Simcha. So there's a concept. We have to see where this comes from. We do not mix one Simcha with another. We do not mix one Simcha with another. Okay, let's just take a short detour. We really have to continue the Gemara, but there's a tosos. It's uh, towards the bottom, first word of the line. Lefisha in marvin Okay, about ten lines from the bottom. of Tosos says as follows: Gezerus What does that sound like? Dindoraiser, dindorabanan. Dindoraiser. Dindoraiser for short, Okay, so it's a dindoraiser because the darsh mikra We're going to see in a couple of minutes. We learned it from Shlomo Melech. Okay, even though Shlomo Melech is not in the it's not in the Torah, he's a, he's a pasuk in in Tanach, but in in Nach, but we still consider it dindoraiser. Ubi shalmi. But even though our is going to quote a source based on Shlomo Hamelach, the Yushalmi has an entirely different source. The Darsh Midichsiv malei shuvosos. Malei Anyone know where that comes from? Malei <speaking in Hebrew> yeah, uh, Yes, yes. So Lavan Lo- comes, Lavan and uh, Lovin gives Leah mm-hmm. to Yaakov, and they get married. And then Yaakov says, "What what happened? I thought I was supposed to marry Rachel." So Lavan so, uh, gives a whole explanation. We marry off the older the older daughter, then we marry off the younger daughter. So he says, "Malei shuvosos." How do you translate that? So simple understanding is. Finish this week, okay? Go through Sheva Brachas. Let's, let's, you know, uh, one daughter at a time. When the Sheva Brachas are finished for Leah, then you can marry Rachel, and then you'll work for Rachel another seven years afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's one step. There's another pshat in the Pesach. Mali Shavua. Shavua. Sometimes, certainly in the, the Meshach, and the Gemara, it doesn't mean one week. It actually means seven years, right? A Shavua of Shemitah. A seven-year cycle. So some say that he had to wait the entire seven years, you know, all over again, working for Rachel, um, but let's, let's go with this, uh, the first shot. The, uh, the Yushalmi is clearly learning that malesh Wazos means finish this week, otherwise uh, it would not serve as a source for emar simple Simcha. But the Yushalmi says from that Pesach, malesh vuzos, finish this week, don't mix the simchas. Finish the simcha Playa. then you can have the simcha of Rachel. That's the source of emar v'simcha Simcha. So uh, the Chassam Sofer and others point out, why, why didn't our Gemara go for that answer, right? Why do we have to bring a pasuk Shlomo, as we'll see in a little while, why do you have to quote, why do you have to quote a Pesach by, uh, by Shlomo, you have another pasuk by Lavan and Yaakov and uh, Rachel and Leah. So what's the, what's the answer? The answer is because, who says you can learn a halacha from an event, from before Mount Torah? Okay? Story before Mount Torah, it's very nice, but who says that that's, you know, bound by the same rules, um, and, uh, um, and, and can dictate how we should behave, Okay. Right. Well, but Yaakov, Yaakov agreed with him. Yaakov, if if if, if Lavan didn't have a point, then Yaakov could have. But you're right. Some say some say that's the case. You know, Yaakov was uh you know he was sort of against the wall. He didn't really have any uh any option. He had to listen. Okay. Let's read a little more in Tosus. V'tam nirek tzas. Tosus says even though it's a even though I told you right from the beginning that this is it's a pasuk, nothing I can do. It's a pasuk. But maybe there's a little bit of a rationale we can attach to it. De kamoshein mitzvos chavilos, right? mitzvos Where do we have that? Where do we have that? Oh, well, we that. Sachem brachel sota. Yeah, to make a okay. Door, the bird. Oh, is okay. So, oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Hold off on that. Very good. But uh, you jump in the gun a little bit. mitzvos We don't make. We don't group. Together. We don't throw mitzvos together. We don't do them all at one time. Okay. The Gemara actually asks, how do you uh, how do you make a bracha on the wine kiddush makadish. <laughs> right? Isn't that Ein osen Mitzvahs chavil chavilos You're throwing together Mitzvah of Kiddush on Shabbos, Mitzvah of Kiddush on Yantiv, and, and we have a principle, we'll get to the rationale in a second, Ein osen Mitzvahs chavilos Chavilas. So the Gemara answers, that's okay, because Shabbos and Yantiv essentially are the same. They overlap, they, they, they fuse together, okay? <laughs> but two Mitzvahs, either that are totally disparate, or the same Mitzvah twice, Ein osen Mitzvahs chavilos chavilos The Gemara says, we don't uh, give two Sotos to drink. Right? You know, uh, uh, if you have two women who are accused of, of, uh, of adultery and, and they have to drink the, uh, the water with Shem's name erased inside of it, we don't bring them out together in the base of Mikdash and give them both to drink at the same time. That's in Osin Mitzvah Chavil, So, what's that all about? So, Tosa says the reason is because the she Libo Pone'il Mitzvah Achas below Yefana Atma Himena. The mitzvah, mitzvain os mitzvahkv is because you have to be focused, you have to plug into what's happening when you perform mitzvah A. So if you try to do two mitzvahs at once, you can't give your full attention to to the other one. You're gonna be focused on one, you won't be focused on the other. Ain't Osva mitzvah The Milky Yosef has a slightly different explanation. He says, if you're multitasking like that, you won't really have kabbana for either of them. It's not one over the other. It's you know, kol. you'll be left without anything. Okay? So that's the uh that's the reasoning of Tosos that essentially, essentially, the problem of Ein Marven Simcha is rooted in Ein Osen Mitzvos Chavilos Chavilos. Okay, yeah. everyone agree with that so far? Yeah. Okay, we're not quite done yet. Yeah, Joshua. Yes. Yeah, so the, so just be clear with the Sotah, you have to wait a week between them. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. you really not necessarily. said about Ravan wait a week and with the That's because because after you get wet, after you get married, you have a week of shemir brachos, right? So week of Sheva Brachos preoccupies you, so to speak, with that Simcha. You can't move on to the other Simcha. So what's the minimal amount of time? It, every between case between is going to sottos. be different. Between sottos. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five. Two minutes. One minute. So just, just they can't be done. Right. Yeah. Hey, bring another Kohen, and the Kohen will do the other one as well. Okay? Um, interesting point. Um, well, let's go a little, let's, a little bit further. The Tosis continues. He says, V'chein Simcha b'simcha, b'simcha. So, the same rationale applies to Eimarven Simcha B'Simcha. You can only handle one at a time. Okay? And that's shot in Eimarven Simcha B'Simcha. That's the reason behind it. Okay. What, uh, what, what, what you point out is correct. <laughs> Howie pointed out that if you look in Tosas and Pesachim, he gives two explanations. One explanation is this Kavana factor of not being preoccupied with different mitzvah. The other one is that Shalote Nira Olav Kemasli. If I try to kill two birds with one stone, so it means that I'm disrespecting the mitzvah because I'm trying to just like get it all done. Okay? And that's not appropriate. So therefore we space out the mitzvah and we do one after the other. Okay? Let's go back into the Gemara. The Gemara says, again, Lefisha she'ein Arvin v'n simcha You don't get married in Cholamoid because you're going, to be, uh, you're going to be putting two simchas together and that's, that's not allowed. That's reason number one. Reason number two, Rabba simchas you're going to depart from focusing on the simcha of the regel, and you're going to be focused on simchas ishto. Okay, now we have to think: is that is that a different reason? Right? If, if this is, seems to be uh, presented as an entirely different reason, but it's not so far off from what we said the first time around. Okay, so keep that keep that in mind. Amarleibayla well, of Yosef baravuna deravhu. What you just said that you're going to be focusing on simchas regel and you're going to I'm sorry, you're going to focus on Simchas Ishto, and you'll be distracted from Simchas Eregel. That is essentially what Rav once said in a different context, in different words. Rav Daniel Barkatin Amar Rav, here's the quote, Rav asks, where's the source that you can't get married on the You have to rejoice in the holiday. We from there, You have to celebrate the holiday and not your wife. Okay. So that's one Pasuk. That's one Pasuk. Now, that should clarify a little bit why it's not exactly the same thing as Eimarven Simcha B'Simcha. Because Eimarven is, Simcha B'Simcha is categorical. It, it could encompass anything. It could encompass any type of Simcha, okay? The Purim connection we're going to talk about, not just Mishnah and Saddam Marven B'Simcha, but can you get married on Purim? Okay? Meaning, if you say Eimarven Simcha B'Simcha, take it literally, right? So then we shouldn't differentiate. A a Purim, any time where there's a Mitzvah Simcha, you can't have another Simcha at the same time. Mm-hmm. If it's V'samachta B'chad of V'lo ishtacha, right? So so then, V'samachta B'chad Gecha, does that apply to Purim? I think I once told you how you know it doesn't apply to Purim. I told you a story. My, uh, my Rosh Hashiva, my, my Rebbe in Israel, Rabbi Chaim Olson, was once on the security line. Did I say the story? Wait, on the security true. line. And, and uh, I the El Al, you know, agents... Uh, they sort of ask him questions, you know, where are you from? You know, uh, what, what's the parsha? What, and and the, the woman says to him, you know, what is the next Chag? So it was, uh, it was November. So he said, Pesach. So she said, Ma Petom. You know, what about Chag? What about, what about Purim? Oh. And he's there with a long white beard and a hat. Like, he forgot about it. So, he said, so he said, it's not a Chag. There's no carbon Chagigo on Chag and Purim. It's not a Chag. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, I don't I don't know what, what happened after that, but, uh, he, <laughs> but he would yeah, always. tell me the story because he heard it. This was on Twitter uh, a yeah, few years ago, yeah. yeah. But uh, um, I remember when we were in Yeshiva, we had a we had a Hanukkah Masiba and uh, the Coca Cola bottles in, in Israel they all say Chag Sameach on it, you know. And he said it's not a Chag. It's, a, it's a, okay. It's a wonderful day, but it's not Chag. Okay. Is there, is there differentiation between Chagim and Midbaraisa like Pesach and Sukkot? Versus chagim, like Hanukkah, purim, so that's what I'm saying. saying. In modern Hebrew, we use the term chag and to, as a holiday. As as halakhic. So halachically, to be categorized as a chag, it has to have a chagiga, right? You don't say chag sameach on Rosh Hashanah, right? It's a holiday. There's an ishur malacha. You, you make kiddush, but there's no chagiga on, but as far as the on Rosh Hashanah. Simcha, the simcha. Oh, okay, so so one could derive. That's what I'm trying to bring out over here. But someach to sounds like it's more focused on the chag, which would be let's it's say Shalosh Regalim. Right. Okay. All right, that's reason number two. Yeah. First of all, don't you see the Gila of the Simcha section to be Purim? Right, so 100%, that's my point. Purim is a Simcha, but it's a Chag. We don't have a plus that says it's a chag. Okay. What's question number two? Right, that's, it's a nice song, but it's not, it's not technically accurate. Now, I to say also that supposedly the HaMashiach Purim could be the greatest okay, but we're not going to bring a Karam Chagiyah. We're not going to bring a Karam Chagiyah, okay? And at least in this room, okay, we have to use rigid halachic terminology to, uh, to uh, you know, to refer to, to, to define our terms. Okay, so the Gemara continues with reason number three. Ula says the Torah, the effort, you're going to be very busy. What are you going to be busy? we are going to be busy preparing for the wedding. Look at Rashi six lines up from the bottom, seven lines up from the bottom, Obviously, getting together all the arrangements for a wedding is a big deal, okay? And you're not allowed to be matriach, all the prohibitions we have on, on, uh, um, on Cholmoyed, right? Obviously, the, it, it's not like Shabbos, it's not exactly like Yontif, there are plenty of things you can do that you can't do on a Shabbos and Yontif, but we generally roll back the, the permission when it comes to something that's going to be an, uh, a, a, a great exertion. Okay, especially if, if, if you're exerting yourself and it's not for the purposes of the antif. right? You shouldn't uh, uh, go shopping. You know, I'm not talking about just like picking up uh, an apple from the store. You shouldn't like uh, uh, go to the supermarket and buy, you know, or go to Costco and buy the next three months, you know, uh, supplies on chalamoyid if you're not going to use that for the Antif itself because it's a tircha. Is there an or No, but there's a tircha even if there's no melacha. Okay. That, some people might call it Some, yeah, for some people. Okay. Okay. Not. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. All right. Some women. <laughs> the <same>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Doing business is in a separate category, but I, I totally appreciate what you're talking about. Okay. There is another reason, yeah. is another reason not time. to get married on, on, on a young yeah. because, because that's basically a legal uh, uh, proceeding, a legal uh, contract, and so on, so which you are not supposed to do. So that's, so the mission that we, we, we mentioned before uh, lists Kedushin, Chalitza, and Yivam. That's for Yom Tov itself. Those are all legal yeah. contracts. But if there, were, if there was a pressing need to deal with a, a, uh, uh, a monetary issue, today on Chalmari, we'd be able to do it. We wouldn't be able to do it on, on Yanta, but we can do it on Chalmari, okay? Um Again, the, the shopping is not a good example because business transactions, that's a separate thing. But if you, if you remember, the, Masafta, the whole the of the Seftah is talking about when I can make furrows and when I can you know, uh, fix the ditches and when I can plant things, when I can repair the trees, that's all a question of Tircha, how much, Exertion we're allowed to uh, engage in over the course of cholmei. Okay, that's. No, it, it, it doesn't mean anything. You don't have to do no ceremony. Just take it home. Could, no, well, so that's not true. Rabban happens to be there is a ceremony. The Gemara tells us. Okay, it totally but it's mitnei a simchol. Oh, you're saying the Torah? The Torah wouldn't apply to you. No, so they Torah made a party. And, uh, they still made a party. Uh, <laughs> you should could, but it's not. You know, even as delresa, uh, you just have relations.
1: Okay, yeah. but uh, so, I mean, so
0: that so might so be true so for a wedding, so wedding so also. Okay. You know, the, okay. The Suda, I don't know, is it Suda rice? I don't okay. think so. Yeah, don't know. Okay, okay. All right. What's that? Why is there a need for a separate explicit ban on the having the on not being allowed to have all this stuff on yom tov? Because like like the weddings and all the other stuff you said. Because I feel like it wouldn't be possible even if you wanted to have it, you couldn't do it without violating some other pre-existing law. No, the, the process of getting married doesn't violate any laws of Cholamoid, except for the fact these issues that we're making uh, mention of right now, such as uh, overlapping Simcha. But the, the giving her a ring and saying, I write does not violate so any that, rules of... A, uh, in the writing for a trivial matter or something of the sort? So this is definitely not a trivial matter, and you don't need to write. You can get married without writing anything. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's continue. So you write the two before before you answer. Okay. Uh, okay, the, uh, but, but even without that, it, we, we have on the books explicitly, you are allowed to write ksuba for your wife on on uh, on Um uh, I'm sorry, uh, there, there, even during Sheva Brachas, uh, when the husband doesn't necessarily engage in other Malachos. Um, but uh, aksu, aksubah has different reasons why it would be permissible. Uh, a- anything that you need to write for the moment, okay? If you need to sign your name... You know when you uh, on the credit card uh, receipt, you know because you filled up your car, you know with gas, you know because you're driving somewhere, you can you can you can write on Cholomite if it's necessary. Okay, um, so that's reason number three. Nei number four, second to last line of the Almur Reb you're going to delay getting married. Why? Because he's waiting for. Uh, you know they get engaged in let's say November, so they could get married soon after that, or they can push it off to Pesach at a convenient time where, look, I'm gonna have to take a week off from Sheffield Bronx. I'm already using my vacation time for, uh, you know, for cholamoid, so let's make a two for one deal and I'll save, uh, I'll save some vacation days, okay? So people will end up delaying the marriage longer than it had to be delayed just out of convenience. So as a result, we say don't get married on, on, uh, on, yeah. the same reason, uh, it's in a similar context, the, the, uh, the prohibition of shaving on cholamoid comes from the same principle that uh, you, you, you want to make sure everyone comes into Yantif properly groomed. Okay. If you allow them to, uh, to shave on halamoyd, so then they won't have the same motivation to make sure that they, they get a haircut or whatever prior to Yantif. Okay? Obviously, if a person's shaving for other reasons, you know, uh, work-related reasons, that's a different story, but I'm saying if a person just routinely has no other reason to shave, so, so then we don't permit it on halamoyd. Does the that's say that, that if it's allowed, then, then it's mandatory or That's during Sfirsa that's during, um, uh, uh, Omer, and during the three weeks. Okay? And the nine days as well. Okay? Um, Mesveh. I'm uh, going running that down. Okay, we're Lisa Lisa Okay, we have a Brysa. The Brysa says all the examples of things that we said are prohibited. Call Elusha Amru Asur and Lisa bemoid, right? Marrying uh, an Almana, a Besula, the Yibim, whatever it is. All of those cases, the Gemara says, you to do Erev HaRego. Erev Yantiv, you can do it. Okay? Even though, think about it, you're still going to overlap, right? So they'll, they'll you're still going to have a few days that cut into the Yantiv, mm-hmm. and that should be a violation of some of the things we mentioned, right? Especially if you're doing Exactly, exactly. Right. I, it actually violates all the things we mentioned. That's why I, the Gemara says kashalakulu. <laughs> what Was that? Seder. Yeah, that would be. Seder, yeah, okay, okay. Well, to get with reason, so- uh, I, I know people in this generation who got married in Yerushalayim, together with a few other couples, in the mere yeshiva dining room, a Friday afternoon, really? because it, it saved money for the, uh, for the Suda. They couldn't afford the suit, so. The Ramah did that, and it caused a big stink. Yeah, okay, but uh, that's it's still done. It's, okay. still, done. Okay. it's still done. It's, okay. done. it's still know, done. Wow. Okay? Um, so that would fly in the face of everything we just said. How do you get married, Erev Yantif, if you're going to overlap either, you know, Eimarven Simcha Besimcha, or you're going to be busy preparing for the meals? Answers are Lokasha. We can look at the different reasons we saw, and we can answer up one at a time. Lokasha. If you're worried about Eimarven Simcha Besimcha, that's really about the first day. The first day is when the, the big party is. Right? Yes, you yeah, have Shavuot brachos for six days afterwards, but the real party is the first day. So that's what we're really concerned about you overlapping. But if you get married uh, erev Pesach, right? So then the third day of Shavuot brachos it may fall out in the middle of uh, of, uh, of Yontif, but it's not going to be such a contradiction. Or, you know, you're, you're not you're not going to get as distracted because it's not the primary uh, day of Simcha. Okay, Eker Simcha Chad Yomu Lamanda Tircha Eker Tircha Chad Same thing is true about the place cards. Okay. If your concern is uh, you're gonna have to work very hard to get the Suda together, let's be honest. We, we work very hard on making the wedding and and the Suda that's that's connected to the wedding. But uh, you know sometimes people just go out to a restaurant and let someone else do the work for them. Uh, you know for uh, for shabbat okay. In Washington Heights, sometimes you walk by the pizza store and there's a Sheva brachas. You know uh, in, uh, in in Lake Como Pizza. You know pizza and ice cream. Oh, it's supposed okay. To be Chinese. What kind of pizza Chinese? Okay. We have a Chinese store also. Okay. Is there any- it, meaning, is it going to distract uh, preparation. preparation? Yeah, so apparently that wasn't a good enough reason to, to prohibit it. Okay, but you're right. I mean, that, that gets About into the. Shabbos, yeah, so, so uh, there's no Isser on Erev Shabbos. Um, especially because, like we said, you can, you can combine the two. It may, not, it may not prevent you from preparing appropriately for Yantif if you can get them both done. If the preparations for the wedding will end up being. Part of the celebration of, of that night, that Friday night, or that yant of night, anyway. Okay? Interesting um, concept. Okay, and finally, Gemara says This is an interesting answer. Gemara says, Okay, what about the last concern? The concern was you're going to push off the wedding for a convenient time, so maybe he'll push off the wedding till Erev Pesach now, right? This way again, he's double dipping. He's not using up so much uh, of his uh, vacation time for work. So the says, for one day it's risky because if something happens and he doesn't and, and the wedding doesn't happen as planned on air Pesach, then he's going to have to wait an entire week, and then he's going to be the loser because he's going to be off for seven. Okay, he's going to be off for seven days. In the time, of the, there was no. They didn't have that. They didn't have that. Or, or he heals the second days. Okay, but the uh, Gemara um, says it's not going to be worth it for him. Okay. Let's just touch on the next sugya and then I want to try to bring it to Purim. Let's we'll see how much time we have. But uh here the Gemara, you know, this is really the punchline of the Bavli. The Bavli says, um the uh Uda Ain Ma'arb where exactly is the basis for Ain simcha Simqisimchl. We saw the Yashali learned it from Yaakov and Lavan, but the Bavli has a different source. The Hsiva of Esahi the Khole Israel Okay, um, there was a huge party. This was the dedication of the Beit Hamikdash. Okay, Shlom mm-hmm. and all of Klai's over there from the north to the south. Before Hashem, Shivah Arba Yom. The the pasuk says in in Malachim, it was seven days, and it was another seven days, and it was a total of fourteen days. Then Isa, If in fact you're allowed to mix. Your simchas together. Right? You, if you wanted to, and you could be ma'ariv simchavis simcha. why did you have to have seven days prior to Sukkot, seven days of Sukkot for a total of 14? You could just double dip and mix them together. They're already there. Okay? So just hold off for a second until Sukkot, and then you'll, you'll have the chanukah sabayas, the dedication of Eisenmigdash, over Sukkot. As the continues, I'm sure everyone remembers this and knows this uh, uh, on their own. But the more ends up saying that because the Hanukkah Habayas took place seven days prior to Sukkot, they didn't fast on Yom Kippur that year. Right. Okay, yes. they didn't fast on Yom Kippur that year, and a baskol came out of Shemayim and said, "Don't worry, you're all going to uh, um, to you're, you're all going to uh, to Shemayim. You're all going to go to uh, Olam to, 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 uh, Haba. Don't worry." There is one interpretation of the Gemara that says that was after they did tshuva. Okay? But the simple, and simple thing of the same Gemara is that it was justified to have this party for the Chanukah before Sukkot. But why did we go out of our way to do it before Sukkot? Why couldn't we just do it on Sukkot? Eima Arvin Simcha okay. So let's stop with that. Let's go back to Chesim and Bez. okay. Back to Chesim and Bez. And let's read another tosus. closest at the bottom of Nay Bittopirivi Okay, everyone with me? Yeah? All right. Where, yeah. Where? Back on the previous page, Chesam no no no, 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 no. Just no one page, page back. back where we started. Where we started. 8B. Okay. Last host on the page. right, That was the last answer to the Gemara that says if you if you allow him to get married on Yantif, he's going to. Push it off for convenience. Umas Nisin, so so this is how you read the Mishnah, right? What did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said, Don't get married Right? This this flew right by all of us, right? If the Mishnah says the problem is simcha, right, then how do you come up with an with a reason that has nothing to do with simcha? It's about don't delay getting married when you can get married earlier. Right? So how, how do you how do you touch the Mishnah? How do you explain the Mishnah to fit with the explanation that the Gemara is giving? So Tulsa says, this is how you read the, the, the Mishnah. Simcha okay, because there is a simcha in getting married, and that simcha you will delay for the convenience of double-dipping your simcha, O okay. That you should be happy, okay, or you should be available, okay. So, available to enjoy the simcha, okay. So, in other words, he's he's sort of putting a different spin on what the mission is saying. The simple point of the mission is don't get married on yontif because the simcha of getting married cannot overlap with the simcha of the yontif. Tulsa says it's a little bit different. According to this opinion, because the simcha to get married, you're going to delay it for another time when you're already making a party and you already, already happy and that would cause an undue delay in the marriage and ultimately having children. Then the, the mission says what? That you can marry the woman you previously divorced because that's not such a simcha. So, number one, when you marry someone you already married, it's not such a big simcha. So there's no problem overlapping simchas. And according to the Mandamar, So we say, come on, you're not going to be that happy. It's the second time around. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be a vi- violation of leaving or, or ignoring the simchas hayantiv. And it's not such a big deal because you don't make the party as, as big as you'd make it for first time around. It's also not a problem of delaying getting married, having children. You already had a wife. You probably had kids already. And it's not the type of thing that you would wait all the way till the next Yanta for, so we're not concerned. Okay, so it tells us just sort of filling in the gaps of the Pshat why this final reason that's given that you're going to delay the wedding is not applicable if it's a remarriage. Okay? You can put that all behind you. That was just the introduction. Now Tulsis says something which is extremely important. <laughs> You're allowed to make a suda for a bris if it falls on cholamoid. Okay? So there's obviously no problem with making a bris. The Torah says you have to do it on the eighth day. You do it even if it's Shabbos, right? Question is, maybe I should have the suda later, right? What happens? A bris uh, next Monday. Next Monday is tennis Esther. I've attended a, a bris more than once, sometimes sister. So usually, uh, other than the family, it could be the father doesn't have to fast, the mother certainly doesn't have to fast, mm-hmm. <coughs> and the moa uh, or the the moa, the son right? Um, but they may eat, but everyone else who attends the bris does not eat. Mm-hmm. And usually, the family will invite you back after megillah. They'll have a suda right? So Tosa says maybe you should do the same thing if a baby is born and the 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 the, the sudut, I'm sorry, the bris milah falls in the middle of. Yeah, are in the middle of the Cholmah. You say, have this the next week? What's the big deal? Okay. Especially with Pesach, you can't have your bagels. You know, what kind of bris is there, you know, without bagels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Matzah. Matzah unlocks. Not the same. Not the same. Okay. So, so Tosa says, it's still okay. The leka simcha. Kedemrinam parakam adik subas. Del mevorchan she simcha b'ma'ono mishwem di tzar As happy as a bris is, it's not, it still doesn't reach the same level of the simcha of a wedding. Tosh gives a very concrete uh, expression of this. When we have Shabrachas, we add a special nusr to the to the to the uh, Zimun. Mm-hmm. right? So so there is an extraordinary amount of simcha for a wedding, for a bris we say not so fast, because the baby's in pain. Okay? The baby's in pain, it's not appropriate to emphasize that degree of simcha when he's not so comfortable. So Tos says because it's one notch down, it doesn't hit the bar of where we would prohibit it by virtue of a Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha. Right? Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha means the, the, uh, the highest simcha you can imagine. And the other highest simcha you can imagine, Simcha's Yantav and Simcha's Ishto, that's when there's a clash, so to speak. Simcha's verse is not quite there. Uh, just to, to, to put some teeth into this, what do we say under the chuppah? Right, the Right, uh, I have to remember Yerushalayim when it's my highest level of simcha I can, ima- I can imagine in my life. That's when I remember Yerushalayim. That's when we break the glass to remember the fact that Bismillah is not uh, is not yet rebuilt. So something on that level, right? No one breaks a glass and sim- sings at a, at a bris, okay? I'm, I'm just adding that as a little bit of a. You know, to, to 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 give it some some illustration. Okay, inami. That's answer number one. Answer number two. Tosa says maybe maybe a Wood would make the, the cut, as it were, to be the type of simcha that we would prohibit. However, Kaven says, Chiz- what's that? No pun. No pun. No pun. No pun. <laughs> you know, there's some puns. Just let him go. Okay. You didn't plan it. What? You didn't plan it? <laughs> no. You can't, you can't plan a bris. It happens when Hashem wants it to happen. That's the next, that's the next answer. Tulsa says, maybe we should differentiate by the bris because the bris is when the bris happens. So the suit should be when the bris happens, right? Don't push it off unnecessarily. A wedding, you can only get married next week, right? We'll, we'll make plans. But whenever the bris falls out, that's when you do it, okay? So maybe that's an exception. When time is of the essence, so to speak, right? So then we, we, uh, we want to make sure that it gets done. Uh, I saw one of the Farshim uh, adds a little more uh, depth to this. It's not simply, well, it's good timing. This is the bris, so let's have a suit. It's more than that. It could be the notion of a suit at a bris. Right? Why, we, we don't make a, a suit for every mitzvah that we do. Right? You don't shake a little venetor again. Okay, let's make a suda, Right? So bris mingol so, is obviously very, very happy time. It's a baby. We're, we're celebrating a baby, right? But the suit is the bris, right? The, the, the suit is not the, the childbirth, per se. So it could be the, the reason why we, we are more... Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're more careful to celebrate in that way for a Bris, is because if you think about it, it it's really extraordinary that, that that this is what you do. You, you bring your child, eight days old, and and you injure your child. You put your child in danger, God forbid, right? And and Yisrael celebrates that. Kla Yisrael still does it with Simcha. Sos Anochi in Rasecha Kamosi Shalrov. The Gemara says in Shabbos, David Amech said that about uh, about Bris Mila. Uh, it says that. Uh, this is really. Uh, this is, we could talk about the history of this. The the, the Gemara says that the mitzvahs that Klal Yisrael did originally with great mesiras nefesh and excitement, ad hayomaze, to this very day, that, that power was invested in the bris, so that even people who are loosely affiliated with Judaism, circumcision is still something that uh, they'll 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 observe, right? It's 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 crazy, but the fact that Amram Avinu exerted himself at hundred years old. To perform the bris milah, it's sort of stuck in our, in our uh, spiritual DNA. So it's very unique <coughs> and characteristic of the Jewish people to say that we know what the challenge of the bris is, and we do it anyway. So to be a about it really brings home that point of what a critical element it is in, in Yiddish Christ. So maybe you're that's saying, part of what it means to uh, the bris part. You're saying because it's like time of the essence, that's what it's supposed to be, so that's what it is. So, uh, right, uh, okay, okay, yeah. So what about when someone's getting married? This happens to be a good week for me to marry my wife because if you're next week won't be. Is that a time of essence item? Meaning because Suk... Because why? Because I'm off for Yantif? It's okay now, next week. Okay. So, the time would so, be right. So you're saying that should be a reason why we should get married. I mean, a is simple of a simple... Let's just, let's just explain what you're saying. A marvin simple simple means don't get married on, on Yantif, okay? But it means get... But Briss... Pesach, whatever it is, or whatever, you know, we'll have to wait another month for the period of review part. Until she's ready. So you're saying, therefore, we should get married, because since it it works out that way, we should get married right now. So I, my, the reason, the answer I would give you is that, Akash Baruch says, you know, the the woman's cycle, that's my business. I I take care of the, The nature and biology, that's my business it's your problem when you go ahead and you delay things even more than, than, than nature demands. Right? Meaning we, we 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 never take into account when you like now I think Arayomas in certain parts of your they send out the, the, the invitation to the wedding three weeks three weeks before. They don't want to have a chupas nida, so uh, and they don't have any other form of intervention, or they choose not to make any form of intervention. So they uh, they schedule, they send out the, uh, the, the 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 invitations shortly before the wedding when they know when the wedding is going to be held. So so practically they, they do they do time it accordingly. So you're going to tell me if a yantiv comes, then no. so you're saying your question is only within the opinion of of peribria. Again, I would I would still argue no. Besides the fact that the samachta b'chagecha and all those reasons would still push off the wedding. But I think because that's not your business. Bitul peiruv means don't go. This guy's going to delay the wedding months because he got engaged in November and Pesach is is in is in April. You know what I'm saying? I, I, the the simple natural course of events. You know I don't think that comes into the cheder. That, that doesn't make it a time yeah, of yes. Yeah, Hashem says you know that that's my business. You don't need to worry about that. Okay. Um, and here, here we're talking about the Suda, Maybe the Suda is a different consideration because you're still going to do the bris, right? you do the bris regardless. The question is, when do I hold the Suda? Which, which is important because Tosa seems to be intimating to us whether or not the Suda is part and parcel of that consideration or just the mitzvah, the simcha. I mean, the Suda is what brings the, the simcha that we're, we're, uh, we're contending with. Like on a tannis, like my, my brother had a cryptic of Yeah, so then, right? Okay. Okay, let's continue. Avasuda's pigeon of ion in Bemoid. is not sure about a suda for a pigeon of Ben. Okay, he thinks maybe pigeon of Ben, even if the thirtieth day falls out on thirty-first uh, day falls out on Cholamai, maybe the suda should, should wait. You see that the suda, even though it's relevant to the pigeon of Ben, is not as critically associated. I mean, the whole explanation we gave a moment ago about how important it is to make a celebration for the Bris, despite the the irony in that fact, you don't really have that when it comes to the uh, uh, the ben. Let's, let's just try to finish uh, the Tosas. Hold on one second. So Tosas not sure about pigeon of Ben. The aim Lomar Hosmana Kavua. You'll tell me what do you mean? Time is of the essence. The pigeon of Ben falls out in the middle of Cholim. Great. Tainach Bismana But okay, sometimes the pigeon of Ben, uh, you know, is not always going to be not always going to fall out exactly uh, uh, at a convenient time. So am I allowed to have a Suda for a pigeon of Ben if it happens a week late? Okay. Nearly, this is what we need to focus on, this last uh, line. Nearly, to and Ravashi. Tosa is now paskin. Tosa says, I believe we paskin like Ravashi Ashi. To v'lo b'ishtacha. Elsewhere, in Chagiga, when the Gemara talks about getting married and cholmoid, it doesn't bring all these different explanations. It brings Ravashi, who quotes the drasha of the b'chagecha v'lo Ishtacha. Tosa says that would indicate that that's the primary reason to prohibit getting married on Cholamoy, but in general, the prohibition of Ain Marvin is we don't paskin that. Sir. We don't paskin Ain of any Simcha uh, whatsoever. Meaning the whole discussion of Bris, forget about it. Okay, because if we actually paskin that the source is beish it means yontev and a marriage. So, Yantiv and Asudah for a bris would be okay. That's number one. Alternatively, what that may, you know, the, the, the way we uh, may uh, you know, adopt the position is what we said that maybe only the Sudas and only a, a, the marriage, reaches that level of Eimarven Simcha In other words, Tosa says that we either paskin that the source is you're not allowed to mix simchas, but the wedding is. The only type of simcha we're referring to, or we actually pass in that the source is the result being the same that the only prohibition is marriage and ayantav. Okay? But a bris or something else would not be a problem. Let's take, we have about three minutes. Let's talk about Purim. Okay? So, Purim, uh, uh, an application of this seems to be Purim Misholosh. If there's Purim in Yushalayim, where Shushan Purim falls out on Shabbos, it can't happen in America, right? can't happen in Chutzar, Purim never falls out on Shabbos. Because that's the way the calendar works. It can happen on Friday, but it'll never fall on Shabbos. But Shushan Purim does fall out on Shabbos, so they basically celebrate all three days, and the mitzvahs are divvied up in different ways over the course of Friday, Shabbos, and Sunday. The Suda, the Suda's Purim, the Shachem says, is to be done on Sunday. Why is that? The Yushami has a drasha that says... Um, when, uh, when referring to the institution of the holiday of Purim, in the Megillah, it says, mm-hmm. La mishta v'simcha. You have to make these days mishta v'simcha. So the Gemara says that you only have that Suda on a day that you made into a Yom mishta V'Simcha. But if it's already a, a holiday because it's Shabbos, then that's not a day when you observe the Suda. So that's what it says in the Megillah. So therefore, you eat the Suda on Sunday. What's really, what's really behind that? Is it because Ema Arvin Simcha Besimcha? If you hold that in truth Ema Arvin Simcha Besimcha, and that's why the suda is delayed until Sunday Nuschalayim. So what does that mean? That means that we're not limiting it to marriage and yontif, because we're even bifurcating Purim and Shabbos, right? And that will lead to the conclusion that you also have to separate Purim and a wedding, because any type of simcha is included. If we delay the Purim Suda till Sunday, then we're not limiting it to weddings and we're not limiting it to Sholos for That's one way to understand the Yisham. The other way to understand the Yishami is no. In reality, the reason why you have to push your Suda off till Sunday is because it would not be recognizable that you're celebrating Purim if you're just sitting at the meal and you're at a Shabbos meal and you make a, you know, with a little more wine. Okay? It wouldn't differentiate. It wouldn't make it clear that your, your mitzvah is the Suda of Shabbos. Maybe that's a reason. But then, if that's the case, then we never adopt to apply to Purim whatsoever. And this is what it says in Shulchanach, you can get married on perm. You can get married on perm. Okay? Just to make two quick points, hopefully. Um, again, this is the, the accepted uh, statement in Shulchanach, is you can get married on Purim. The Morgon of Ram doesn't, doesn't like that, and he rejects it. But the Ramah writes as follows. He says... I guess, you know, we've got to make, make some use of this piece of paper, okay? Oh, I was going to read you something from the gibberish on the bottom. Okay, that's not going to work. Sorry about that. Okay, I'll just read it to you. It's top of the page. It's not, uh, right, that, but that's, we already covered all that, okay? The, the Ramah argues on previous generations, and he says, I heard from Zekanim, from the previous, uh, you know, uh, elders, Sharomai Shasharim, soon be Ramal says in previous, uh, previous years there were people who got married on Purim. And he says, I believe the rationale is as follows. We reject you have no issue of mixing simchas on Purim. Why? We only talk about okay? what does it say in the Pasek by Purim? What does it say? It says mishta v'simcha. It doesn't say v'samachta b'chagecha. It says mishne v'simcha. What's the difference? V'samachta b'chagecha means that your simcha revolves around the day itself. And any other focus, such as on your wife, would distract you from the unique significance of the holiday. But when it comes to Purim, you're not rejoicing about the day. It says mishne v'simcha. The whole expression of simcha is is the eating, the drinking, having the suda. And any way that you express that simcha is accomplished. So getting married and rejoicing with your wife is a further fulfillment of what Purim represents. And the Ramah happens to add two interesting halachas. Um, Are you allowed to dress up as a woman on Purim or vice versa? And the Ramah says it's okay because the whole reason you're doing it is just for simcha. So that seems to imply that that's a fulfillment of simply no has nothing to do with eating or drinking. Also, there is special dispensation. Don't try this at home. For people who get injured, if a Purim uh, Purim humor gets a little bit rowdy, okay, if someone uh, beats up someone else in a uh, you know, as a result of uh, their their merriment on purim, so uh, so there are certain exemptions for payment because we're all it's all just you know in good fun and games yeah, it's all part yeah. of the simcha. Okay, but we have to acknowledge uh, that. <laughs> okay, we have to acknowledge that. <laughs> okay. So the fulfillment of simcha and purim could even it could subsume the marriage and not be conflicted by the marriage. Okay, have a wonderful Shabbos. If we don't mix simcha with simcha and